Welcome to the Biz Bros Podcast. My name is Kyle Nelson. We've got my wonderful co-host here, Mr. Eli yeah. Libby. Standing six foot two, huh? <laughs> How's it going today? Amazing. Great day. Great, great day. day to have a great day. Exactly. Absolutely. Beautiful Super excited to be here. So our business is a service-based business. Yep. We don't do product. We do mm-hmm. service. And so, you know, service-based businesses versus product-based businesses, it's different styles mm-hmm. of marketing. Exactly. Digital right. strategy is different. Absolutely. Whether it's local approach, regional, national, international approach, um, there's always different kinds of ways to do that digital strategy. Mm-hmm. Get in front of the right eyes. Yeah, get in front of the right eyes. And so today, we have the pleasure to have um, a thought leader in the digital strategy space, specifically for service-based uh, businesses as well. He wrote a book called The Rule of 26. He's the CEO of Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing, Mr. Michael Buzinski. We call him Buzz. He's a lifelong entrepreneur, digital marketing thought leader, and author, dubbed a visionary marketer by the American Marketing Association. Michael's sole mission is to help entrepreneurs avoid the, the time drain and frustration of managing profitable digital marketing campaigns, which we can attest to. Mm-hmm. Buzz, as most call him, has simplified digital marketing success with the rule of 26 and is on a mission to double the website revenue of service-based businesses across America. Mr. Buzz, welcome to the Biz yeah, Bros the show, Podcast. Man. Oh, I think we lost you. I got on mute there, Buzz. Yep. Oh. There. Nope. There you go. Go go for that again. <laughs> I said Buzz on the biz, bros. Oh, I like the whole thing. Too funny. <laughs> my first business. You see that right there? Buzz <laughs> Biz Studios. That was. Uh, my first hey. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice wow. one. Well, welcome to Biz Bros Podcast. Tell us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, we'd love to look, kind of know a little bit about you, kind of where you started, uh, kind of how you got into the digital space and how you kind of grew in it and kind of how you got to your book today, The Rule of 26, yeah. and kind of this simplifying the digital strategy that we're all learning to, to get through. Wow, that is a lot to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> Five more hours show, right? Okay, great. So <laughs> now I was in the Air Force uh, from 1996 to 2005, so just, just under 10 years. And along the way... Um, uh, I have had businesses, always had side hustles and whatnot. Um, I got into sales and marketing when I was in my teenage years, uh, working and out, out after our, uh, high school and stuff like that. So I've been kind of keeping that part of my life going. I'm a failed musician after 15 years of trying to become a rock star. I found out I was too short, not dark enough, not good looking enough, and apparently not talented enough to be one of those guys. So I decided to open a recording studio in 2005 when I got out of the service and didn't have any actual marketable skills for an actual job, nor did I want a job. So I was willing to work the 80 hours a week to not work nine to five. And um, and then within a year, I realized that working with starving musicians was a horrible, horrible business plan. And uh, so I quickly pivoted into media production for small businesses. Nice. I had done work with uh, small businesses throughout the year. Uh, media production was a, a thing that I did along the way as being a musician and creating things. And, uh, and then over the years, my marketing prowess, or what do you want to ever call it, just kept bubbling up and people mm-hmm. kept asking me more and more about marketing. And so the studio turned into a media production, turned into a creative agency. Oh, wow. And then about 2018, um, you know, multi-million dollar 
uh, creative agency up in Anchorage, Alaska, 25 employees, 13,000 square foot facility. I mean, we had made it right. Except I was miserable. (laughs) I hated my life at that moment. I owned a job called CEO and I hate CEO. I am trying to actually buy back my time right now to not be CEO and just be a president of my company and a chief marketing officer where I really love to be is in the marketing realm. And uh, so I decided at that point to just tear it all down, rebuild mm-hmm. it into two divisions, a new company with two divisions. And there's a media production house that that basically runs on its own now. And then I have this digital marketing firm called Buzzworthy Integrated Marketing. And we basically are simplifying the process of digital marketing for service-based businesses. And it's been a blessing. Uh, all the hard work and all the heartache that went through has put me in a better place, seven times more profitable, um, and my clients are happier. Our results are, are better because I get to focus on what's really important. And so here I am talking to you guys. That's awesome. What a story. Thanks for sharing that journey, man. That's really, so, really, really cool. First of all, thank you for your service. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome, I guess. I don't know. I've never known what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Um, what made you miserable? Yeah. Oh man, you were, you get end up working in your business and you never get to work on your business. And I, you know, we did, I think it was like 2.35 million in 2017. I was barely clearing six figures. Mm. I mean, so I was bringing in a minuscule amount um, uh, for my time and I still wasn't uh, free. Um, I ended up getting, uh, uh, we had uh, landed a, a client where we were producing a, a feature length um, documentary. And in that process, I ended up going overseas with my video production lead. And by the time I came back, there was a little coup d'etat that happened. Uh, and in that process, I realized how much I was tied that I couldn't even leave the country for 11 days and come back with my business thriving on its own. And that really meant that everything that we had done right, the one thing I did wrong, was put myself at the crux of everything and really didn't truly delegate or truly get the right people to delegate to, to manage my business for me. So that was miserable. Wow. Yeah. That's something we talk about all the time. We, we hear that a lot. So many thought leaders we have on the show, same mm-hmm. thing. Talk about delegation processes set up good foundation in order for the founders to really work on the company. Right. No, I, totally agree. I appreciate it. Every day now. Yeah. It usually takes that one trip. Right. (laughs) Everything is crumbling without me. Sweet. Uh After all this work. Yeah. Yeah, It was crazy because we had the cultures, we had the systems, we had all of the things, right? Like you read all the books, you do all the, you go to the workshops, you get the coaching, you do all these things. And then it's like, Oh crap. I had this, it was the qual. I was my inability to, uh, to let people go when they needed to go. Mm. I always had, I always hope for the best for people. I always see the best in people. My wife calls me the optimist, the ultimate optimist. Mm-hmm. And um, and I wasn't enough of a skeptic in my business to say, you know what, these people are the wrong people and I have to be the guy to, to basically crush their dreams and they're not going to be on this team because we everybody was so excited to be there, which is great, great culture, wrong people. What made you what made you notice that? What was like the snapping point for that? I had my number two lost a quarter million dollar uh, contract because he couldn't format the invoice for the corporation that we were subcontracted for. Hmm. 
Man, yeah, that's that's, wow. that's done. Three months in a row, and ended up like, and then so one of our contractors wasn't getting paid quite where he he wanted, and so he started complaining to the prime. They they come back around. There's it was a federal contract, so they're like, no, we don't play with this, and we got dumped. Wow, just like that, huh? Just, just like that. And then I didn't fire the guy that day. I gave him three days to kind of get everything in his orders and and get in order and and basically. Uh, finish out the pay period. And, and I should have hired, fired him that day because that set the wrong precedence at that moment. As a leader, it was, I was a bad decision as a leader to be nice at that point. Yeah. Live and learn. I'm not going to yep. do that. Again. Yeah. I'll learn from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, tell us about this simple yes. uh, digital strategy and you have an acronym for it. Let's, mm -hmm. let's hear a little bit about that. Well, it's a, it's a not an acronym necessarily, but as a, a, a name, the rule of 26 Okay. And so it came about when I was trying to, my, my new vision was to simplify digital marketing for small to medium sized businesses. In order to do that, I really need to niche down to service-based businesses because like you said, it, they, the different types of businesses are marketed differently. So eventually mm -hmm. there'll be another rule of 26 for e-commerce and retail mm -hmm. and all that other stuff. But right now, service-based business is what we're focused on. And with that, I found that there are things, there are all these KPIs out there, uh, key performance indicators in digital marketing that are that that all of the gurus talk about, right? Mm -hmm. um, HubSpot says there are about 27. Um, Shopify touts 68 KPIs. Wow. Um, that's a lot to track. Mm -hmm. And as a digital marketer, I'm like, no, we we have to figure out what what KPIs actually make the business owner excited mm -hmm. what is moving the revenue needle for our clients because that right there is what they get excited about that's why they stay with people because you make them money as a marketer that's my job help you make more money right. done return done. on about stuff like that so it's like okay i need to be able to get goal oriented with the way that we offer our process and we have to simplify it so i needed to simplify the objectives that we would have because I didn't simplify who I was serving. I'm not just doing doctors or just doing dentists or just doing plumbers because you market service-based businesses very similarly. doesn't matter what your industry is. You're a service-based business. So then, okay, so now we've simplified the fact that it doesn't matter who you are, it, then what are the goals? And so the rule of 26 helped, helps basically take the marketing strategy process down to three KPIs. We have uh, search, uh, Conversion rate of your website. So that's how many people come in versus how many people actually get in touch with you. Right. Your unique traffic. So how many actual human beings are coming into your website and your average value per client. And for service-based businesses, we um, there's some people who do retainer work. So we say in the first year, okay? Those three KPIs, if you increase each of them by 26%, you will get a compound effect of 100% more revenue from your website. Wow. Huh. That makes yeah. sense. That and now, now I don't have to I spend three months creating a marketing strategy or a marketing plan. It's like, these are the three objectives. Let's see which yeah. one is the fastest win. Let's get that because I just increased your revenue by 26%. You think they're going to stick with me and do that in the first 90 days? <laughs> wow. That's cool. Um, we always we do some marketing as well for clients and are you do you see in your industry a um a lack of patience when it comes to working with um 
digital marketing companies. Yep. They think it should just be kind of overnight. Is that and how do how do you how do you mitigate that with your clients? I wrote a book and oh. I told them <laughs> and I said, there are three things that we're going to work on. And in the first 90 days, if I if whatever which one we cho chose, yep. if you don't see significant um, movement in that objective, then fire me. I, I tell them straight up before they hire me that they got I've got 90 days to prove my worth. Cool. That's a great way. Anna, yep. Yeah. And, and it puts me on notice. It puts my staff on notice. You got mm. a new client. Better step up. We got to figure out where where do we get our fast wins? Where do we get significant wins? And where do we move that marketing that that revenue needle for them in the first 90 days? Because so many firms spend the first 90 days trying to figure out what they're going to do. And they're creating the plan. Right. They're creating a plan. I, I, I was talking to a gentleman who spent the first 90 days building a website. The website was eight pages deep, 90 days. And it yeah. was a horrible website. Mm, yeah. That's... 30 days, 45 days, get it done. Like yeah. that's the first thing that we're going to do that you have something tangible. You can go, yeah, this is what we did in your first 45 mm -hmm. days. Now these right. are what we're going to do for the next 90 days. Yep. Right. Exactly. And then boom. And then once they're comfortable with that and they keep seeing that go, and we prove the 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 math. That's the great thing about the rule twenty six. It's math. You can't make anything out of it except the math. That's totally true. So tell us tell us a little bit about like um, web conversion. What are you seeing? You know, with with kind of how digital marketing is always changing and the traffic, the way you have to target it. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing um, that's working mm -hmm. currently for you know better conversions and? Okay. Um, that is a good, that is another big question. You guys got big questions. I love it. Uh, let's, let's boil this down here in a two minutes uh, segment here. So conversions for service-based businesses, we go back to we're selling the person. People buy people that they like and trust, right? Yep. They don't buy the brand. The brand is just something they can remember, right? That that just is a trigger, but the people is what they hire. Okay. And so it's, there's a couple books out there on story branding and, and whatnot, and that's great. But I was just on a call with a client uh, just right before the show, and the gentleman has um, 30 segments to his marketing, his message. I'm like, no, simplified. Yeah. Everything needs to get boiled down. I mean, they just said that goldfish now have a longer wow. attention span than human beings or something like that. Like I just read that in a, a post. I don't know how true it is, but that's what <laughs> I believed it. I was like, that sounds about right. We have eight seconds on a website to grab their attention before they decide they're going to bounce. Right. And, uh, and many times less than that, you know, the average is, you know, five, six seconds for most websites, uh, before they decide if they're either going to click on something or they're going to go. And mm -hmm. so simplicity is yep. become the necessity in mm -hmm. conversions. Now e-commerce has oversimplified because they they sell on features and instead of the actual pain, right? It's like, you already have the pain, you're just looking for a tool to subside the pain. Here, we have the tool, it does all these things and it does it cheap, right, boom, done. Service-based business, different. We have to build value, we have to build trust, we have to build depth, we have all these things that we have to do. And so many of us try to spill all that out right there on the home page versus talk about the client specific pain why would they even be looking you up your type of business up and then landing on your page if they didn't have what pain and how do you solve that pain mm. and so that becomes the story brand because right. if you can do that then you go and oh by the way i'm michael bazinski right you first start with them 
then you work your way back to you. You have a problem. This is how you can solve it. And oh, by the way, I'm the one who has a solution. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's very cool. I think a lot of people are some value away from that one. There you go. And it's yeah. flipped from what it used to be. It used to be, hey, I'm Michael Bozinski. I've got 30 years in blah, 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 blah. And look how yeah. I'm doing, right? No. More face so I, for Yeah. Right? And right, go to my website. You'll see it says buzzworthy website marketing experts for business, business uh, service-based business. And then right underneath it is the menu. And it says, I need putting it first person for them. And then I spell out the That's six cool. things they possibly need from us right away. Mm -hmm. I love that. That is very, very cool. Wow. Nice. So what kind of, um, I mean, it's just kind of picking your brain. Mm -hmm. uh, when you flip around that formula to the pain, this is the services to mm -hmm. this is needs to support you. What kind of conversion differences are you seeing? Is it pretty drastic sometimes, even with like not the greatest website design, like just having <laughs> a message? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. And we are seeing a huge increase in conversions. I saw a 26% increase in, in conversions from a gentleman who was getting less than 1% conversions wow. uh, above a 1%. I had somebody who was at 2%, we got all the way up to 6%. So it was a 300% conversion rate. Um, and we're actually just redesigned that site to see if we can get it even higher. So the, um, the uh, we have another one that we had a client that we were just looking at the other day, had a 28% conversion rate when they got to the page that the ads were going to. Insane. That's it's insane. Awesome. Like I told the guys, like, listen, you are in Google ads right now. Yeah. And, you're paying, and you're used to pay $75, $75 per conversion. You are oh. now paying $7 per conversion in the first 45 days of working with us, right? And oh, by the way, for every, every one out of every three people who click on that ad contact you. And I said, what's your close rate? He's about 80%. Wow. I was like, so two and a half people. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's, that's it's it's amazing, you know. And that's and it's simple. And his website's not sex. Yeah. It's not a sexy business, um, <laughs> but and it's and it's a weird niche. Like we didn't think. I told him six months, and like we just gave. He literally said, in in SEO uh, world, we don't ever say anything sexy. But he said these are sexy numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, really, it just shows simplifying. Yeah, it's like. Exactly. People just want to understand what you actually do. Don't mm -hmm. overcomplicate it. Um, how has Facebook's um, changing of their their targeting affected some of your clients and how you can target and really niche down and some of the rules and regulations that they've put in? For my clients, they haven't because I don't rely on social media to drive traffic to my, my clients' websites. I use social media more as a conversion tool than a lead generation tool. And that's due to the fact that studies show that um, social media traffic has about a 2% conversion rate and search engine traffic has about a 14% conversion rate, mm -hmm. meaning that 2% of the traffic coming from will actually buy versus 14%. So mm -hmm. it makes it seven times more profitable. Yeah. But again, we go back to people do business with people they like and trust. Right. Social media allows us to show the human side to our company. So a, a strong social media presence allows people who are coming through search, which is very analytical and subjective, right? Yep. And or uh, objective, right? And they come in here and go, okay, well now I need to like you too. And so they might go pass through and take a look at it and then they come back. And so there's this little pendulum that comes right back to the website. Boom. Okay. Yeah. You have what I need. Mm -hmm. you, you are somebody I like and you, you seem trustworthy. Let's do business. 
Right. Yep. So their algorithm has not, nothing to do with me for service-based businesses. As far as e-commerce and my online business owners, it's a little different. We're, yeah. we're, we're slowly going back to search because search is seven times more profitable. And it's like, why are we playing around with this? You know, unless it's something catchy, you know, something that's like, oh, that's nice. And I'll just, I'll cl click on it and I'll buy it because it's inexpensive, it's easy to buy and it's something that I could use, right? Those are easy. But when you're talking service-based businesses and trying to get your traffic to convert from those ads, I take that, it's the same dollars, put it dollar for dollar in the search marketing realm easily. 100%, yeah, couldn't agree with you more. So, so we're both, uh, we're media guys. You're obviously mm -hmm. a media guy. Tell us a little bit about conversion with, you know, improving your media. Have you seen, have you seen quite a bit of that? Like getting better question. photos and video and telling a story? How, how does that look? Uh, video is obviously king uh, right now, but I think that anybody who's not utilizing at least still images in their search marketing is losing out. Um, oh. mm. um, I'm finding a lot of success in the YouTube arena. It's cheap. Um, and you can really target there. I mean, they can't take that away from you unless they change how they sell their ads. But, right. you know, if you're smart enough, you put yourself in front of either your competition or people who are in the DIY realm that you're probably looking at the more advanced stuff and getting yourself in front of those people right. and, and working your brand there. I mean, you can do a lot. You know, um, it's it's a patience game because people have to get there. Right. Have to go that cycle. I'm going to do it myself. I did it myself. That sucked. I didn't do it really well. It needs to be done again. Okay, who do I go to? They go start searching again, and all of a sudden your name comes back up, and you and you're that top of mind awareness, right? Um, I'm excited for OTT over the top. Um, the streaming uh, is not dead um, as far as TV ads go. I think that we're going to see more and more of that come for our medium-sized businesses, folks who have more than say ten thousand dollars a month to spend on marketing. Right. That's going to be starting. That's going to be a, a. That'll be a new. Uh, realm for small to medium-sized businesses. Hulu is doing direct now, right. so that's awesome. Um, I think we're going to just see those networks get more and more opened up. We won't have to rely on buying into the the big networks and then trying to make minimums. Mm -hmm. wow. cool. I, I kind of want to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about SEO. Mm -hmm. What? Okay. It, it, it's so just like. There's so much to focus on. It's on page, off page. Mm -hmm. There's all these small things, nuances you have to focus on, ways to track it and looking at all the different trends. And, you know, it goes on and on. Um, wh where do you see people missing out? Where's like, where, where is it that people just aren't hitting the, hitting the nail? Like, what is it that, you know, why are other, other, why is your competition outperforming, you know, yourself? What is it that usually for local, just for like local small? Medium businesses, obviously. Right. I, I work with both uh, uh, micro businesses and small uh, nationwide businesses and medium sized businesses. So I see a, the, the full spectrum. And the biggest right. mistake I see most people um, make in SEO is a lack of patience. Mm. And I see most firms promising things they can't deliver. Right. Right. They've delivered it once or twice, they got lucky. And then that now all of a sudden that's part of their mantra. Right. And right. so on both sides of the coin, you're doing SEO just justice because nobody has control of that algorithm. I don't even know if Google has control of that algorithm at this point. <laughs> I think the AI has taken yeah. over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, as cryptic as Google keeps us uh, keeps wow. us guessing and all these other things, I think that's the number one. And the number two is the shortcuts because of that impatience and trying to game the system. 
so many times I see ads for people like, we'll get you number one for $39 guaranteed or whatever the stupid thing to me going, that's a ripoff. That's a waste of time. Right. That is, uh, the, the, there's uh, opportunity cost behind that. There's all these things that going down these rabbit holes of the quick fix, hmm. not realizing that SEO, if done correctly, is a long play. Mm-hmm. And can have long lasting. I My media production uh, website has not been played with really for five years. I get three to five inquiries from that website's forms every week. Wow. Just, just on autopilot. Yep. It's on autopilot now, but now we spent eight years with SEO on it. I mean, don't get me wrong. (laughs) You know, it takes a while. Um, and we, and we have stopped growing it, right? Like if I was still growing that side of my business, I would, but all 90% of my time is in the digital marketing uh, firm now. And so building something there, but I mean, even that website, we've got 44, our domain authority is like 44 right now, which yeah, (laughs) in two years. Yeah. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. I have bought zero backlinks. Wow. Wow. Just, yeah. And it, and it's only, and actually up till just a couple of weeks ago, it was only about eight pages deep. Didn't have any blog to it. Hmm. Wow. So that's just no, running good traffic that converts well, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Basically just keeping, and oh yeah. And we have a lot of clients that backlink to us too. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal. You know, because we do be- we do website development, and if we're ongoing with them, right. then they allow us to tag at the bottom, and so that helps a lot. But yeah, backlinks are another thing that people ignore, mm-hmm. and the cost of a good backlink. Like, there's yeah. so much trash out there mm-hmm. um, when it comes to backlinks. If, if you're spending, you know, a, a tenth of what you spend on SEO on backlinks, you're not buying good backlinks. Right. So it's, it's not matching the, the quality. You need to look at that domain authority for where it is. And then does it actually match with what you want to do right. um, or what you're about and what you're talking about? And do the, does it make sense? Because otherwise people won't use it. And if they don't use it, Google will figure out that that, cl- that link never gets used and it'll start diminishing in value. Right. Well, once you prove yourself <clears throat> to the client after that 90 day period, how does your strategy start to play into effect? Do you help them and do you, do you kind of push them down this longer tail effect or this approach, which is like SEO? Mm. Or how do you like, how do you use a good pair of the two of paid in the uh, like long tail organic SEO side? That is client by client. And it's all about how big they are and where they are in their business life cycle. Right. Mm-hmm. So once they, um, you know, they've been around for three to five years, they've built up a marketing budget to where they actually can get the SEO and or paid or yep. both, right? So the one that we did, we did the the uh, twenty um, the twenty six percent conversion rate. He in forty five days he went and doubled up and said, "Hey, listen, I've been doing my Google ads and they're messing around with me. So will you take it over? Because you're already obviously know what you're doing, right? Boom. And that's and that's usually what happens. Um, I've been a fractional CMO for a company now, a landscaping company for sixteen years now. Um, so I don't create a strategy on how I'm going to keep you. Mm-hmm. I just continue to under promise and over deliver it to mm-hmm. a point where you're never looking. Yeah. Right. Right. Like I'm never begging people to stay. If they leave, they leave for their own reasons. Exactly. That's exactly right. You got to be you, right? Stop trying to save, cl- saving accounts just means more work for the same amount of money. Exactly. Totally. That's a huge, Ooh, love that quote. 
Well, as we wrap things up, um, we usually, this is another big one. Uh, <laughs> uh, we usually ask our guests if there's one thing you want to leave our, our listeners, you know, walking away with, if yeah. there's one thing that you hope that really plugged in their brain mm-hmm. and was a little nugget that they picked up from, from uh, buzz, what would that be? That marketing does not have to be complicated, but simple simplicity with simplicity does come some complexities. So the dichotomy of, of marketing is there's so many, um, it's creative, analytical, all at the same time. It's, it, it can be simple, but that simplicity comes with complexity, all of those. Right. So the, the thing is this, if marketing isn't the thing you do in your business, then get somebody who does that really well for you. Yep. We'll spend years of wasted life and time and energy and money trying to figure it out yourself. Love it. Love it. That's a nugget right there. It's, you know, that's why we we tell a lot of our clients. It's like we do photo and video for e-commerce companies. Mm -hmm. Leave it to the professionals, right? You're not going to do a a lawyer to get your teeth cleaned. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Let them do what they can do best. So, yep. Yeah. Well, awesome, Buzz. If they want to follow you, find out yeah. more about your book, about your uh, marketing agency, maybe your media agency, where can they find you? Everything is on the buzzworthy.biz website. That's B-U-Z-Z-W-O-R-T-H-Y.biz. Nice. Sweet. Well, thanks, Buzz. It was a pleasure talking to you yes, and uh, picking your brain about you know digital strategy and simplifying it and kind of seeing what, what you're doing in your space. We really appreciate your time, and um, we look forward to hopefully following yeah. up and getting yeah. get you on another episode. Show. Thank you, Kyle and Eli. A pleasure being here. Awesome. Thanks, man. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us here on the Biz Bros Podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Biz Bros. Type it in. You'll find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of the other good social media accounts, and we will talk to you in the next episode of the Biz Bros Podcast.